Welcome to another episode of Strange Sauna, everybody. Today, we are going into all of the Easter eggs found in the movie Leave the World Behind on Netflix. Yes, I have put out several videos throughout the social medias regarding all of the compilations of stuff that I have found. I have looked at other channels and kind of combined everything that I have seen into one or two different videos. Very, very interesting stuff. Now, a lot of people liked the movie up until the ending. And I got to admit, the ending was kind of a, it was abrupt, right? I'll put it that way. I personally liked it. I think it was fitting. Um, I think they left it open for a, another episode or another movie. So I, uh, a second one coming up. And some might even say that the sequel is the Civil War movie coming out in 2024. But we'll get there. We'll, we'll get there. We'll, we'll talk about that, okay? Uh, so uh, this will contain spoilers. So just giving you a heads up, if you haven't watched the movie Go watch the movie first, then you can come back here. We can dive into this together. You can leave a comment and all that stuff, and we'll have fun with it back and forth. But there's been a lot of talk about this movie. It is a trending topic, that is for sure, because people are thinking that this is a uh, a fortune-telling type of event. They're, they're, this is foresight into what's going to happen here. Power outages, cyber attacks, um, you know, possible civil war. I mean, we're getting down into the nitty gritty here, everybody. And and this is something that, you know, certain conspiracy groups have been talking about for a very long time. And I'm, I'm talking about before the letter 17. We were talking about the, the Jade Helm exercises back in uh, 2012 or something like that when Obama was president. That's when the mili- it was one of the largest military exercises throughout several states, uh, Texas included. And everybody thought that it was uh, that was time. The military's taken over. We're done. We're done, everybody. But yeah, it was it was just a military exercise, so no need to freak out. But when you see military in the streets, you see martial law, you can't help but think, what is going on here? This is not good, right? This is not good. So yes, before we dive into that, you guys, uh, my name is Greg. This is Strange Sauna. I talk about strange things in my sauna studio. So if you do like this channel and you like the topics that I talk about here, click the like button, subscribe to the channel. That way you're uh, tuned into anything that I put out there. You'll get the notification bell and all that stuff. Also, subscribe to me on Apple or Spotify podcasts. I'm trying to boost the numbers up on there. Follow me on TikTok. That is where I post most of my content. Um, You know, it's kind of controversial. Some people don't like TikTok. Some people love it. There's a lot of good info I've found on TikTok. More than you can find on other platforms, which makes me question, why does the U.S. government want to get rid of TikTok? Is it because they can find a little bit more information on there? I don't know. So, yes, uh, do that, you guys, for me. Uh, Do me the big favor. Hit that thumbs up button. Love you for it. And yeah, let's let's get steamy into this. I do want to play a compilation video of all of the Easter eggs that I found. I'm going to play that one first and then kind of discuss some things that I left out of the video because there's there's a lot of details in this movie. There's probably going to be some stuff that I missed, but you guys, this movie is filled with premonitions. It's filled with uh, symbolism. It's filled kind of with this, this twisted darkness. I mean, they even talk about a cabal running the world in this movie. I mean, just throwing it out in your face. They laugh it off like it's a joke. And, you know, they they even throw out the whole, like, I thought you just performed these meetings during the winter solstice rituals. <laughs> you hang with your evil cabal this weekend? Thought that was only during the winter solstice. <laughs> and it's very uncomfortable, very awkward, uh, you know, but it is what it is. Uh, maybe they're just having fun with it. They're trolling people, but I don't know. I think there might be a little bit more to it. So. Before we get diving into all of the pictures and all this stuff, I do want to play this compilation video because it kind of ties everything in nice and tidy, all right? So let's do this real quick. The Netflix movie Leave the World Behind is loaded with symbolism and Easter eggs to find. Now, just a heads up, this video does contain spoiler alerts, so first go watch the movie, then come back here. 
Now, one of the things that stands out clearly when you watch the movie is the colors blue and orange are everywhere. The movie starts out when they're in a blue bedroom. She's wearing a blue dress. They have a blue car. There's a blue tablet. Everything seems to be blue. Even at the end of the movie, when Rose goes to grab the Friends DVD, the Friends DVDs were blue and orange. The movie starts out with Julia Roberts and Ethan Hawke in a blue bedroom with a gigantic crack in the wall. Cracks can represent the physical manifestation of vulnerability, and cracks are often associated with fragility, highlighting the vulnerability of a system or something about to collapse. This movie was about the societal collapse. The opening credits are all black, white, and red. These colors are heavily associated with the Freemasonic Knights Templar, and the credits even end with the Illuminati Eye. And there was actually a painting filled with the Illuminati eye when they first entered the house as well. Now, there are other hints of Freemasonic checkerboards throughout the whole movie. For instance, you have the boy wearing the checkered swim trunks. There's a scene where you also have the checkered shirt. In the beginning of the movie, you have two lamps on the side of the bed. One of them is on, the other one is off. This could represent the two pillars in Freemasonry. The light being on, representing the sun, the light being off, representing the moon. On the way to the vacation home, they take exit 76 towards Point Comfort. In the year 1619, a ship carrying the first African slaves landed at Point Comfort. This ship was called the White Lion. In a scene later in the movie, a ship called the White Lion washes up on shore. Certain African legends describe white lions as spirit animals that come to warn us about dramatic changes on Earth. And they are thought to have protected humanity throughout time. At a point later in the movie, Ethan Hawke gets out of his car, and the station is even on 1619. Also in 1619, a Jamestown colonist, John Rolfe, used the term 20 and odd to describe the kidnapped slaves who are arriving. In a later scene, when the man's going to get the satellite phone, you see a bottle of Geist 20 and odd, antifreeze and a lot of people have pointed out the t-shirts that the boy and the girl are wearing the girl is wearing a nasa shirt and the boy is wearing an obey shirt some people are taking this as a hidden message to obey nasa or to agree with the mainstream narrative there are also several paintings that change throughout the film the painting in the living room starts out as seemingly four peaks and it slowly transforms into something that's so that uh I do want to stop it real quick. So that picture right there. I heard that people were saying that this is the Schumann resonance. You know, it shows like the, the spikes of the Earth's energy, the magnetic shifts and all this way above my head. But the Earth, I've heard the Schumann resonance described as the Earth's heartbeat. Okay. So I saw this mapped against the Schumann resonance. And sometimes you get these spikes of energy and people have equated that to mass prayer, the collective consciousness. That's what causes the spike because we can direct all of that energy uh, through the mass population. And some argue, and, and I'm one of them, that that's why they want this whole depopulation agenda is because they know that we can do this kind of stuff with our mass consciousness. They know that we can shift things, right? The energy. So I thought that that was a brilliant kind of uh, observation there. And it slowly transforms into something that's indistinguishable. There's the painting of the ocean behind the bed in the bedroom. Many people have noticed that the water rises as the movie progresses. Now, when they first receive the emergency response on the television, there's a map showing all of the area of the blackout. Now, on that map, there's a QR code over the state of Kentucky. People have scanned that QR code, and where it takes them is very strange. When they scanned it, it took them to the Lake Shawnee Abandoned Amusement Park. Creepy. Now, the Lake Shawnee Abandoned Amusement Park is located in Mercer County in Kentucky. It's actually in West Virginia. A lot of people have pointed that out. They're like, bro, do your damn research. And I'm like, what? What is this? How much research have I thrown in your face here? Okay, I got one little thing wrong. Lay off me, bro. Okay, it's in West Virginia, not Kentucky. My bad. Supposedly, the park was built over ancient Native American burial grounds. And not only that, but the, the owner was named Gaylord or something like that. His last name was Clay. And 
the the guy in the movie, the main the main character, Ethan Hawke's character, is named Clay as well. So I thought that that was interesting. And then also, yes, these were Native American children bones that they found underneath this place. Many people thought that the land was cursed because the amusement park had several lethal accidents. At the timestamp of 17 minutes and 10 seconds, the movie pans to the Friends episode, season 10, episode 17. So you have the 17-10 going to the 10-17. The next scene, you have Ethan Hawke playing Jenga. He's discussing his job, and he says that media serves as both an escape and a reflection. So you literally just had the reflection, 17-10, timestamp of the movie, 10-17, Friends episode. Not only that, but Ethan Hawke was playing Jenga. There's also a scene that that right after they get the emergency response on the television screen, the Jenga just collapses on its own. Very foretelling there of what is happening here. The whole thing is crumbling down, the collapse of society. At one point in the movie, Julia Roberts notices some deer out in the yard. Ethan Hawke then says that's a good omen in Mesoamerican mythology. However, when you look up the deer in Mesoamerican mythology, deer are associated with sacrifice. There's a scene in the movie where you see a sign, the Huxleys. Some are speculating that this is pointing to Aldous Huxley, the author of Brave New World, the dystopian novel that talks about psychological conditioning in a dystopian nightmare. So at the end of the movie, Rose decides to leave and go do her own thing, and she breaks into a house that says Thorns. And the girl who broke into the house was named Rose. Every rose has its thorns. There's a scene where Julia Roberts slaps down cigarettes on the counter. The brand name of the cigarettes is Providence. Providence can mean to take care or prepare in advance. Having foresight Now, she got this at the store where she saw the Kevin Bacon character preparing and having foresight of what is to come, the collapse. So these are just some of the things that I found, but I feel like I've barely scratched the surface. If you found anything else that I haven't found. All righty. There we go. Yeah. So that's uh, that's a nice little compilation that I made. Um, There's most of everything in there, but there's still quite a bit that I didn't cover. So that's what I'm here and I'm going to do right now. Um, And then I'll also play another video that I did in regards to what was found at the end of the video, the whole Commodus and uh, Civil War breakout, right? But some things that I failed to mention in that is this. Here's one of them. So as you can see, there's clearly Ball, B-A-A-L, just spelled out in the title there. You have Julia Roberts, uh, uh, I don't know these names. I'm sorry. Uh, Mahershala Ali, or yeah, um, Ethan Hawke, Mayala, all that stuff. So their names just form out ball, right? And in the credits here, and I just have a boatload of photos that I wanted to show you. In the opening credits, you even have a picture of a bull. And ball, B A A L, is the bull god, you know? Moloch, that type of stuff. Um, you know, right here in the uh, intro of the movie, you have the circular kind of lawn grass formation, and this is obviously a power button in the shape of a power button. Missed on that one. You have in the intro also upside down flags. I saw, I think, the upside down Statue of Liberty. Now, the upside down flag is a sign of distress. Um, that the country is going through, it's, it's a distress signal, right? So civil war, the collapse is coming. Now, um, several things here that I did want to kind of go over as well is like the song was written by this Joey Badass, okay? And Joey Badass... He talks about the Illuminati in the song. The song is called The Revenge with the backward E, right? I also saw this was weird because this is just another event that recently happened on December 11th. And we'll get into all of the things, um, all of these things happening in the news because as soon as this movie came out, you just have this ramp up of cybersecurity issues. You have these cyber attacks. You have these things that are happening They have been happening throughout the year, but very sporadically. 
Now they are intensifying and they're they're condensing. But you'll see right here the Iranian Cyber Avengers group. It has that backwards three, or it has the the number three, I should say, um, as the E. Same thing as the Revenge. Um, right here. So the Revenge by Joey Badass. All right. Uh, again, that song talks about the Illuminati. This is a clip from the video, the Joey Badass song from the intro. And you'll see that he hits a button on some sort of remote and then the power goes out. You know what I mean? And he's laughing. He's doing all this crazy stuff. But even in the song that they chose for the opening of this movie, in the video of that song, there's a power outage, you know? Cyber tech. I don't know. You can call it whatever you want. But I just thought that that was very strange. It's like everything that they chose was on purpose. And that's what uh, the attention to detail was very, very meticulous for this. Um, I do have a couple things here. So this is another song that they chose. Um, here, I'll just I'll pull this up. So this is all the songs found in Leave the World Behind. You open up with Joey Badass, The Revenge. And then Misled by Cool and the Gang. You have Never Le- Le- or Never Gonna Let You Go by Black Street. And people were pointing out that Black Street sounds like a blackout, like the, st- the street lights go out, so it's dark in the street. I mean, that's kind of, you know, a little on the money, but Winter by TV on the radio. Uh, we've heard things that we're going to have a dark winter. I mean, you had Joe Biden saying, we're going to have a dark winter, the deadliest winter, because people weren't getting their 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 jib medicine, the jib jab medicine. So what are we talking about here? The dark winter that's also associated, I think, with the polio outbreak. I could be getting that wrong, but I think that dark winter had something to do with some sort of uh, simulation, including it might have been polio or some other disease. Too close by next. This is what I wanted to show you. Because in the song Too Close by Next, you have the main the main singer walks by these guys. Look at all these guys. They're in masks. And this, what does this remind you of? Eyes wide shut. You know, the Illuminati sex parties that they had. All that stuff. You put the mask on to kind of change your personality, hide who you are, and whoo. Get away with all this other stuff, too. Now, um, let's see here. So some things that I noticed just about the movie itself is the characters and their attitudes and, like, what they knew, what they didn't know. Julia Roberts is the paranoid one. She's the biggest Karen I've ever seen. I mean, boy. Ethan Hawke is very naive, so you have... Paranoid versus naive, like the the black and white. I mean, everything is just uh, polar opposites. Polar opposites. That's the way that this whole movie is polar opposites coming together. And when polar opposites come together, it's very uh, abrasive, right? They don't want to be next to each other. The son, um, Archie, he is just kind of plugged into the Matrix. He's kind of just going along with the flow. He's very into his electronics. Everybody is into their electronics throughout this whole thing, showing the dependency upon electronics. But he's just, you know, um, taking pictures like a fucking creep. Excuse my language. He's taking pictures like a creep. And, you know, he's taking pictures of um, the daughter, Ruth, at the pool. And then you have um, the daughter, Rose. Now... She is the only one who can see what is actually happening. She's very awake. She hears the sirens, you know, when um, uh, I can't remember the scene, but she's she's hearing some sirens. She sees the boat coming. Um, She can see the deer. And that's another thing, too, is throughout this whole movie, only the women can see the deer, which is very strange. And I don't know if there's any um, symbolism in that, but. I mean, feminism, the downward triangle deer. I don't know if there's all of that stuff. Uh, that's associated but yeah seeing the deer is not necessarily um, a good sign but yes the daughter 
the daughter, she's like the awakened one. And she's pretty much the one who finds what she wants at the end of the movie. This movie was released on 12-8. Julia Roberts' birthday is on 10-28. So there's a lot of 1-2-8 symbolism. Um, the number's 1-2 and 8. And when you take 10-28, you can remove the 0. You'll get 1-2-8 as well. I've heard that... The movie was released on 12-8. Julia Roberts' birthday was on 10-28. That is also the same day that Matthew Perry died, 10-28. Julia Roberts dated Matthew Perry in 1996. Uh, George's daughter, Ruth, had the tattoo of the 96 on her shoulder. Ruth was played by Mayala Harold, who was born in 1996. That's why she has the 96 on her shoulder, more than likely. Uh, Mayala starred in Bodies, 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 which was produced by A24. Civil War, that movie coming out in April 2024, was also produced by A24, and it has to do with the fall of America. A lot of different connections. And something else connected to Julia Roberts that I thought was very strange is you had this kind of thing come out here here hold on let me uh pull it on over here this whole story about martin martin luther king jr paid for the bill for her birth like her family couldn't afford her to be born at the hospital so martin luther king jr came over and was like i got you you know what i mean i'll split the bill for this and yeah here's um Julia Roberts, she's talking about this with, I think, uh, somebody else here. I, I don't know who she's talking Just to. want to take a step back for you, Julia, because you have two historical figures. So I don't want to play this whole show because it'll get like a big old, uh, I'll get on the naughty list if I play this. But essentially, the whole thing is, yeah, Martin Luther King Jr. paid for her bill. So they're bringing in the whole black-white relationships. This whole movie, you had racial tensions. Julia Roberts played kind of the racist Karen, right? She was very suspicious of the black people coming. Like, who are these really the owners? You know what I mean? Um, they made it very obvious that she didn't want to be left alone. She didn't want them sleeping in the house. She didn't want to be around them. And they made it uh, very obvious that it was like this racial undertone, right? And the daughter, even the daughter was kind of racist because she's saying, I can't trust black people or I can't trust white people and all this stuff. You know what I mean? So at the end of the in the apocalypse age, like there's people that you can't trust, especially white people. So it's like this butting of the heads, the polar opposites coming together. And yeah, it's it's very just ew. It, the movie does get a little um, too much, too much into that kind of stuff. That is for sure. But. You know, going into the whole 1619, that whole project trying to rewrite history, um, stating that the, the country was founded off of slavery and all of this other stuff. So there's a lot of stuff that goes into that. And I know the Obamas, um, they had a hand in writing this movie. You know, they were one of the executive producers. And so that means that they ended up putting quite a bit of money and, and insight into this, and they contributed to writing the movie. I thought this was just very strange. You have um, Barack Obama played a key role in Leave the World Behind. Barack Obama utilized his presidential experience to fine-tune the technological disaster aspects of the film, contributing to its thrilling and realistic balance. Ooh. Boy, look at this. So how the former president influenced Netflix new movie. We played a key role. Um, so, yeah, this this whole thing is just it's talking about um, his influence on this. It does say, according to Hollywood reporter Barack Obama was especially invested in the film, providing valuable and detailed notes on the script, leaving the world behind. Uh, the director, Sam Esmel, revealed that he would ask the former president for advice when penning the original drafts and uh, as it helped him root the story in reality. And I also did hear that um, Esmel was freaking weirded out by this. He was like, 
dude, it freaked me out. Like, the amount of detail that Barack Obama knew freaked me out because he knew exactly what, what would happen, how they would do it. And it's, it just makes you think, you know, it makes you think, like, what does he, uh, does he have this in the back of his mind? Is he doing this? I don't know. But it's like, of course, like, if you're the president of the United States, you would be detailed on this kind of information. Maybe you wouldn't. I don't know. I don't know. But I just, I thought that, that was very interesting. And the racial undertones, people are equating that with the Obamas. Um. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So I think that's enough about Obama. Um, sorry, I have my notes all over the freaking place here. Oh, let's go back to the bedroom. Let's go back to the bedroom scene. Because I did talk about the two lights on the side of the bed. And I thought that that was a great find. That was a great find. The, the, the whole Twin Pillars... Twin Pillars and Twin Movies, um, they do things called the Twin Films. And Twin Films is something where they would create two different films at the same time uh, and release them. You know, there's a ton of different um, examples of this, like A Bug's Life and Ants were released the same year. They put one movie out first to see how it, it, it tags with the, the audience, and then they see what they kind of have to change, and then they release the next movie. But it's like, I think they already have it produced and whatnot but uh anyway the twin films the twin peaks the twin pillars uh going back to freemasonry it's the sun and the moon right here you got it uh but the 666 that people are pointing out so the the mug has the 76 on it and then you have the clock which is 630 and then you have this clock over here which is uh everything is hidden except for one number six now, when I first saw this, I was like, dude, I don't know. Uh, that's that's a little much. But when you look at this clock over here by the moon lamp, I will call it. The fact that they put that mug specifically in that location and knowing the details of these producers and this whole movie, that was on purpose. There's no way that wasn't on purpose. Just to have that one six right there. So... That's where I started. I go, okay, well, if they put that one six right there, then this clock over here, the red one, is on 630, which is also 66. So in my mind, I think the 666 is also just within the clocks, within the time. And Father Time is Saturn, you know what I mean? So it's like the time and the 666 makes more sense than the mug over here because this 76 has to do with the exit. Right, they took exit seventy six. They they had the mug. The father had the mug, his favorite coffee mug. She made it the way he likes it. But they took exit seventy six, right, to point comfort. And what's interesting about this is uh, Barack Obama in reverse order gematria equals seventy six. Ain't that something? I got some notes here. In, uh, in 1976, President Gerald Ford officially recognized Black History Month. All right. Look at this. Look at this. Look at right here. So this is uh, Black History Month coming from history.com. Scroll on down here. President Gerald Ford officially recognized Black History Month in 1976. 76 on the mug, 76 point comfort. That has to do with the, the first boat of slaves arriving in America. President Gerald Ford officially recognizes Black History Month in 1976. Calling upon the public to seize the opportunity to honor the too often neglected accomplishments of black Americans in every area of endeavor throughout our history. Since 1976, every American president has designated February as Black History Month. Did you know that? And then they also endorsed a specific theme. Look what 2023's theme was. Black resistance. Yeah, the Black History Month of 2023 
was black resistance and explores how African-Americans have resisted historic and ongoing oppression in all forms, especially the racial terrorism of lynching racial uh, pogroms, pogroms. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm naive with that stuff and police killings. So, yeah, that's a little telling, right? 2023, this black resistance is the theme of Black History Month. You know, we have Barack Obama, or, uh, wow, Freudian slip there. We have Joe Biden in office right now. So he's kind of continuing what Barack Obama's plan was. Um, so, yeah, that that's very interesting. The 76. So going back to that, that, um, the 666 picture, right? In the bedroom. I'm thinking not what everybody else is thinking. I'm thinking it's more that the time, um, 630. Here, let me pull it back up. Sorry. I'm, uh, 630. Because you have the big hand, the little hand on the six. And then you have this six over here. And they're both clocks. They have to do with time. Saturn. That's what I'm thinking. So, yes, that is something that I did want to call out with you all. Um, the Teslas, something that I failed to notice is that they all go white, black, white, black. So even they're pointing out the, the white and the black polarity here in the Teslas. First, you had a group of the black cars come in, the white cars come in, the black cars come in, the white cars come in. And on this side of the uh, the road here, you have just a bunch of looks like not Teslas. So, but yeah, they, they're showing the, the black and white in every way that they can. Yes, indeedy. Um, let's see here. What else can I show you? Okay, so here here is one thing that I did want to bring up. This red and green map on the wall. This is uh, in one of the scenes in the downstairs bedroom. This is the United States of Attica, 1972. All right, now here's a bigger version of it. And you can see... Founded by the American people on September 13th, 1971 at Attica Prison, New York, where 42 men gave their lives in a heroic struggle for freedom. And it goes through like World War II, has a bunch of all of these areas where you had deaths and violence. It says the map of the American violence is incomplete. Please write in whatever you find lacking. Now, so what is this United States of Attica? And I find that it's very strange. I mean, it's very Christmas colored, right? Red and green. It says here, let me make this a little bit bigger here. Um, it is dedicated to the men who died in 1971 in the Attica prison, blah, 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 blah. This red, black, and green poster depicts a map of the United States noting indigenous, slave, and immigrant uprisings and the dates and the other details of and or of the acts of violence that occurred within each state since the late 1700s racist violence witch hunts assassinations lynchings and other oppressive acts against indigenous and people of color in the United States so this map is very racially oriented right and something i noticed is it makes an x here you know it looks like the um the X marks the spot where you have this upcoming eclipse, right? You had your two two solar eclipses, the the total solar eclipses. You had the the twenty seventeen, and then then you have one coming April eighth, twenty twenty four. They make this X, but that's more over, um, you know, the the Iowa area, not really. Not really in Kansas. So this this area lands in Kansas here. Right? So that's that's another thing that I wanted to point out that I missed. And yes, I did want to do, um, thank people for leaving comments on that. And it is something that I saw in the movie. I just didn't even really think to like look it up. But even the paintings on the wall, uh, when Rose was going downstairs to the bunker, it says hope is found in the darkness. You know, indicating that 
it's the dark to light. You need the uh, the chaos to bring in the order, order out of chaos. You can't have one without the other. The two polarities have to exist at all times. You have to have evil to appreciate the good and all this stuff. Um, the whole thing about friends being in this, you know, how odd is that? Am I right? Matthew Perry just died on Julia Roberts' birthday. Julia Roberts is the main star in this movie. It's talking about the blackout, the things that come, the cyber attacks. And they're watching Friends throughout the whole damn movie. It's just like, what are the odds, dude? Come on now. I just, I was blown away by that. I was like, are you kidding me? Wow. And not only that, but the episode that she's watching is the last one. The last episode. So it's like the final goodbye to Matthew Perry. You know what I mean? Very, very strange. Um, Let's see here. Okay. So something I did want to share is this eclipse that happens. Or at least it looks kind of like an eclipse. But in the foreground, you see this American flag on the moon. I'm, you know, if you if you think that's real, whatnot. I'll make this a little bit bigger here. But you see the American flag and you see the sun going behind the earth. And you get this eclipse that happens, right? The corona. You're witnessing the corona right in front of the American flag. Okay. Now, what is that? What is that omen? So it shows the moon, the American flag, blah, 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 focusing on America during the eclipse. Um, so, I mean, the upside down flag, you have this corona eclipse in front of America. Um, you have America having the two solar eclipses in seven years. And I just brought that up here. Let's look at that again. Let's look at that again. Because these solar eclipses are, I mean, these astrological alignments, these people plan these things. That is for damn sure. They plan them all along these things. So over the last seven years, North Americans will enjoy total eclipses or total solar eclipses. So our 2017 one entered the 33rd state of the United States, Oregon. Exited, um, I believe, out of, what is this? South Carolina? I don't know. Uh, but I think that was like the 33rd parallel or something. There's a lot of 33s connected to that first solar eclipse. The one that Trump stared right into, the Sun King. And we'll get on we'll get on Trump on a later episode, but yes. So we have this total total solar eclipse on August 21st, 2017, crossover. Um, I mean, many states or many cities named Salem as well. You have this one coming in April 8th, 2024, making this X right here, or right around St. Louis. Um, so for the 2017 and the 2024 eclipse, the X marks the spot over Cedar Lake in Jackson County, Illinois. So that will be Cedar Lake there. And then the annual solar eclipse of October 14th, this one over here, will make the X... Right around Texas. And so I'm I'm getting my uh, my buddies, you know, from the last Americans podcast saying, hey, you guys might be able to see this. Something might happen where X marks the spot right down in um, west of San Antonio. This is actually the overlap area is going to be Texas Hill County to the west of San Antonio. The exact point where the center lines of these two eclipses meet is near the tiny town of Vanderpool. Something to look into, people. Vanderpool. You know, I've never heard of that. But the X has been a gigantic thing this year. I mean, Twitter turned into X. Um, you have X as a sign of Osiris. You know, when they do the uh, the crossing of the arms. That's how the pharaohs were buried. And X, uh, there's there's so much to it. The, the Osiris rituals. The raising of the Osiris I feel like that is what is coming. They are preparing America for a collapse and the raising of Osiris. Um, that is something that I was going to get into in another episode. But even had the Osiris Rex, the space little thingamabob that took the sample from 
the asteroid, the first sample ever from an asteroid was named the Osiris Rex, sent it back. Um, I mean, it's just, it's one of those things where Osiris X, it's all over the place this year. Um, so they're, they're preparing for something. Um, oh, I do want to play this video of uh, the, the second video that I put out. Because it has to do with the end of the movie. Commodus. And what is to come with the Civil War. So let me get that rolled up here. All right, so check this out. This one was pretty damn crazy, I must admit. I just discovered another Easter egg in the movie Leave the World Behind that I haven't heard anybody else talking about. Now, again, this will be a spoiler alert, so if you haven't seen the movie, go watch that first, then come back here. At the end of the movie, when Rose was making her way down inside of the bunker, when she goes to turn on the light switch, you see the word Commodus on the wall. Commodus was the Roman emperor from the years 177 through 192, all the way up until he was unalived. The death of Commodus is commonly known to mark the end of the golden age of peace and prosperity for the Roman Empire. The death of Commodus also sparked a civil war that lasted for four years. Come on, people. The American Civil War began in April 1861. In April of 2024, we now have a new movie coming out called Civil War. So the American Civil War and the Roman Civil War were both four years. That entails the fall of the American Empire. So what are they trying to tell us in the movie Leave the World Behind? Leave the World Behind is about the fall of America. And then at the end of the movie, you have the word Commodus, who's associated with the fall of the Roman Empire and the outbreak of a civil war. And now you have this new movie coming out, Civil War. Right around the time of the anniversary of the American Civil War? I mean, what are the odds of all of these events correlating and coming together right now? After Rose turns on the lights to the bunker, you see a painting above the table. The painting is of the petroglyphs of the newspaper rock found in Utah. Newspaper rock dates back to about 2,000 years ago. It is a 200-square-foot rock covered in Native American carvings called petroglyphs which is a primitive form of communication. So are they telling us we are about to go back to having to write in a primitive form of communication? So you have a movie, Leave the World Behind, about communication going down. You have a movie called Civil War that's coming out right around the anniversary of our Civil War in America. And you have this painting that's referring to a primitive form of communication. What does all this mean? What are they trying to tell us, people? Leave a comment. So yeah. What do you think? I mean, couldn't be more blatant than that. The death of Commodus, the emperor, bringing down the golden age, leading them, Rome, into civil war for four years. Now you have this movie coming out, Civil War, about 19 states seceding, 19, one, if A is one, Nine is I, AI, 19. They're throwing that in your face. Um, I mean, it's just, you can't really make this stuff up, man. Like, they are preparing everybody hardcore with this predictive pro programming. At least I, I think so. Um, yeah, I, I just, I could not believe that when I found that. I was like, are you serious? That is what Commodus means? And it was right at the end of the movie, so... Um, when everybody, uh, comes out, uh, when everybody, uh, watches this movie coming out, Civil War, it's coming out in April, 2024, and it looks like the sequel to leave the world behind, because literally that is the three-step plan that the father was talking about, George, I believe. And he was saying that, you know, his, his defense contractor friend had three steps to taking down a country. The first was uh, cut off communication. Two is disorganize uh, chaos, like confuse the enemy, like all these pamphlets that they were dropping, right? And the pamphlets, uh, the red pamphlets, blah, blah, blah. You know, I, I, that just didn't really turn out to be anything. But the third one is civil war, right? So the third action of Leave the World Behind, I think, will be the sequel of this uh, civil war movie. It fits. 
The shoe fits. What else do I want to say here before I get into the predictive programming? I think that is it. I think that is it. So, yes. Uh, let's see. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So, let's get into some of these um, predictive programming things. Let me pull this up for you. So, they've been warning us about cyber attacks. They've been warning us about the potential to have this massive grid failure for a very long time. Very long time. This is an article from CNET. Cyber 9-11 may be on the horizon, Homeland Security Chief warns. This is Janet Napolitano back in 2013. With the possibility of a my, ma, ma, wow. With the possibility of a massive cyber attack hitting the United States in the near future, Homeland Security Security, Homeland Security Secretary. Janet Napolitano urges this, the government to pass cybersecurity legislation. Yes. Okay. They're even talking about how it could cripple the country, taking down the power grid, water infrastructure, transportation networks, and financial networks. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about the whole damn thing, right? Turning off the, the, the lights, the, uh, the traffic lights, you're clogging the streets. You have these electric vehicles. There was a video not too long ago where he had all of these self-driving cars uh, going array in San Francisco. They were just kind of like clogging the streets because they didn't know what they were doing. There was a bug, you know. They talk about that in the movie, the love you bug. Oh, that's another thing I wanted to talk about. I'll bring that up soon. Um, going back to the bugs and the ticks and all that stuff, but. The love you bug. There's a bug. It's just a bug. It's a cyber bug. You know what I mean? But the cyber bug is going to take down this, this whole country. You also had geopolitical instability raises the threat of catastrophic cyber attack in the next two years. This is the World Economic Forum coming out in uh, early this year, 2023. Here is Mr. Klaus himself. We all know, but still pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack. God, he sounds so evil, doesn't he? His voice is like the perfect villain. It's like a love-hate, you know what I mean? Like the guy stands for everything that I hate, but that voice belongs in a movie. Which would bring to a complete halt to the power supply transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole. Oh. The COVID-19 crisis would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance in comparison to a major cyber attack. To use the COVID-19 crisis as a timely opportunity to reflect on the lessons the cybersecurity community can draw and improve our impreparedness. Okay. Yeah, you guys get it. You guys have seen that many, 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 many times already. But, I mean, they had event uh, 201 right before the big C kind of hit the country and the world. They had the cyber polygon, or at least they were going to have the cyber polygon. I don't know if it got canceled, but I think in July of 2023, they were supposed to have that. So people are thinking, okay, hmm, you know, they had the event 201 right before the big C. Now they're having this cyber polygon. Is something going to happen? And, and one of the things that happens in the cyber polygon is they put out these scenarios, these kind of um, simulations of cyber attacks. So being prepared, you know, but I want to kind of go through things that have happened since that movie, Leave the World Behind has come out because it's like, what are the damn odds? You have so many cyber attacks happening right now. Look at this. This is uh, today uh, in uh, full disclosure. Today is the 18th of December, 2023. Coming from CNN Business, Vans North Face owner said a cyber attack is disrupting its ability to fulfill orders. Christmas is coming, people. 
You can't have a cyber attack around Christmas. Have you no heart? Here's another one. The Telegraph. Israeli-linked hacker group behind major cyber attack on Iran's petrol stations. Shutting off their gas. Mm-hmm. Am I right? And this is an Israeli-linked hacker group. Not the Cyber Avengers, or cyber Avengers which was the uh, Iranian that, uh, cyber group there. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, three days ago, you had the power goes out briefly in New York City after smoke seen coming from the plant. Oh, boy. We have U.S. Healthcare. This is December 11th, 2023. U.S. Healthcare giant Norton says hackers stole millions of patients' data during ransomware attack. And literally, this uh, this China hack, this was the main one that everybody was talking about, but like, U.S. alarmed as China hacks critical systems. How Chinese hackers are getting in and how they can be stopped. All right. China has made its way into critical American cyber infrastructure without being detected for over a year. The known targets include the water utility. We were just talking about the water infrastructure being taken care of. Yeah, this was the water utility in Hawaii, a port on the U.S. West Coast, and an oil and gas pipeline. The goal is for China to leverage a position over the United States to create chaos, panic, and disrupt logistics. That's what that whole movie was just talking about. Those are the three steps. All right? Taking down a country from within. You cut them off. You create the chaos. They will create the civil war themselves. We have this one. Terrifying hacks on critical infrastructure have arrived. America isn't ready. All right? They're selling you the fear. This is coming from the Hill on twelve twelve. It's talking about the Iranian hackers were able to get in with little effort. Critical infrastructure in the United States contains industrial control systems that are known to be easy targets for cyber attackers. Hmm. All right. Coming from Reuters, December 12th, Ukraine's top mobile operator hit by the biggest cyber attack of war. So this was over um, in Ukraine, I guess their top mobile operator. Yeah, largest one of the war. Also from Reuters, nationwide power outage in Sri Lanka. Or uh, my buddy Chris calls it Sri Lanka. <laughs> Due to a system failure, government official. That was in December or on December 9th. Right? The entire nation, nationwide power outage. Think about it. Um, this is something that I did want to bring up. I'm going to have to log into something here, but this barge, right? This gigantic, uh, barge that's carrying these, uh, containers, right? It crashed into a Seattle pier, uh, 66, by the way, in Elliott Bay. And this was back in November. Yeah. The beginning of November, 2023, but this video was going wild. Uh, because in the movie, everybody, you know, the white lion smashes up on shore, that gigantic oil tanker. But here, let me pull this up. I didn't have this up here. We do have this one, like this video that's kind of going all over the place because people are like, wait a second. I just uh, have you guys seen leave the world behind yet? Here, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Check this out. So this is the video. Do you know where this boat is going? This container idea. ship just slowly coming in, just like that boat in the movie. Container ship just crashed on the Seattle waterfront into a breakwater. So everybody's going like, so I'm going to mute that. So have you all seen the movie uh, Leave the World Behind? All right. Everybody's saying leave the world behind. Uh, all right. So somebody is playing bowling. I don't know what that is. That is not on my saved videos. So anyway, uh, that was going viral. And so I just wanted to bring up this story to say, hey, look, this happened before the movie came out, but so did a lot of stuff. And that movie is calling it 
like it's a freaking fortune teller. I mean, everything that that movie had in it <clears throat> seems to be coming true. Or at least it will. Uh, let's see. What else we got here? Oh, the Teslas. Yes. This, is a, this was a big one. Right after the movie came out as well, Tesla recalls over 2 million vehicles to fix the defective system that monitors drivers. And this is the autopilot. This is something to do with the autopilot. So this says a defective system that's supposed to ensure drivers are paying attention when using autopilot. Literally in that movie, all the cars that were piled up, all the Teslas that were piled up, they did so because the autopilot was taking over. They were brand new Teslas coming right off the lot, going breakneck speeds, smashing into each other, clogging up the roads. And then you have this happen, right? Two million, two million vehicles recalled because of the autopilot feature. Now, uh, something else about this, this is nuts, right? So here's, here's the uh, two million over the autopilot issue again. This is coming from CNET. If you look down here, <clears throat> let's read this together. The NHTSA reviewed 956 crashes where autopilot was alleged to have been used or been in use. Then focused on a narrower set of 322 autopilot related accidents. 322. 322. Why 322? You know, okay, you had 956. But you just decided to go down to 322. And I get like, let's let's narrow in the scope, let's narrow it in, let's like have a training set, you know. But 322, skull and bones. We just uh, I just did a video. Everybody go to my TikTok and watch the video on Elon Musk. 322, Tesla is Elon Musk. Uh, I mean, there's quite a bit that is uh, connected to skull and bones with with Mr. Muskie thus. Mr. Musky Musk. Um, all right, going back to this, we have the Civil War movie that came out, right, <clears throat> by uh, A24. It's being distributed by A24, and it's it's just showing America on the brink. But it talks about this three-term president, right? Three-term president. Have we heard that anywhere? Three-term president. Did somebody say that they were going to have three terms? Make it a big stink about it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Trump did. Trump says he'll seek a third term because, quote, they spied on me. All right. This is back in 2020. He was saying this. All right. Here's a video of him saying he's going to he's going to keep on going and going. They're going. going to win four more years. We'll go for another four years. And then after that, we'll go for another four years because, you know what, they spied on my campaign. We should. So, yeah. He's saying he's going to be a three term president. This movie, Civil War, is about a three term president. What are they saying, people? What are they saying? What are they saying? All right. Um, I do want to go back to this uh, the bug, the love bug. But not just the love bug. I want to go back to a specific type of bug. This one. The disgusting tick that is on this boy's leg. Right? And the whole time you're looking at the movie and, you know, spoiler alerts. I already warned you. I'm going to talk about it. The kid's teeth are falling out. He's puking up blood. He's getting sick. And people are going, was this the tick bite? This must be the tick bite. I don't think so. I think it was the the hearing things, the, the, the loud sounds. Um, he didn't cover his ears immediately. They even reference it in the movie. He's going, oh, I should have covered my ears er uh, earlier or sooner because now I, I'm hearing things, you know. So this whole tick thing makes me think of this. This just came out December 9th, 2023. CDC issues Rocky Mountain spotted fever alert. Here's what to know. All right. Uh, so there's an epi... Uh, well, we'll see. 
There's an outbreak of Rocky Mountain spotted fever in northern Mexico just by the California border that hospitalized five people in Southern California and killed three since late July. Look at that disgusting tick. So this this movie introduces a tick. Now we're having this tick-borne disease, Rocky Mountain spotted fever. And it makes me think of other things. It really does. It makes me think of this one. Remember the mosquitoes that were genetically modified? The EPA okayed the plan to release 2.4 million genetically modified mosquitoes. Um, now, this was produced by Oxitec, and it was funded by Bill Gates. But don't worry. There was a malaria outbreak last year. Bill Gates is not tied to it, okay? See? The news tells you. Bill Gates is not tied to the mosquito project, or the, his mosquito project is not tied to the malaria outbreaks. Okay, so nothing to worry about. But this uh, this company, Oxitec, that's who produces the friendly mosquitoes. That's what they're they're called. You guys, and I did a whole episode on this. If you want to go look at genetically modified mosquitoes and the whole malaria stuff, I, I did a lot of research on that one. I think it might be my first episode that I posted on this uh, Strange Sauna page. So go back and check that out. Very, very interesting stuff. Very interesting stuff. But going down here, you're looking at, okay, what are, what are we working on? We're working on some mosquitoes. We're working on some uh, from army worms, loopers. We got, oh, the cattle tick. Look, they're working on a cattle tick, the friendly cattle tick. So a genetically modified cattle tick. All right. So they're working on this. And the Gates Foundation is funding it. Gates Foundation funds research to control cattle ticks through biotechnology. All right. $1.283 million. Bill Gates awarded Oxitec to work on this tick. And it makes me think of this meat allergy. Remember? People were getting ticks. They were getting tick bites and they developed this meat allergy all of a sudden. Like they couldn't eat meat. They were allergic to it. And what do these people want? They want you to not eat meat. Right? Don't eat meat. That's part of the sustainable goals, isn't it? That's, that's one of those things. But they're they're producing this uh, biologically uh, grown in a lab. You know, they want you to eat that uh, Petri dish meat. Not kill the cow, but you know. So that lab-grown meat, that's, I don't know, there's, there's some weird stuff there. But this says, no, a meat allergy caused by a tick is not tied to a Gates Foundation-funded program. Right? So, they're really telling you, because here was the claim. The claim was the increased incidence of the meat allergy was linked to a, tink, or a tick spit in the United States. It's connected to a project funded by uh, the Gates Foundation. And that project, I think, is this. Oxitec and their genetically modified friendly cattle ticks. But right on Oxitec's website, you have the sustainable goals of the UN. The 17 United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. And here are the ones that they are really focusing on. Got the Illuminati eyeball there. You know. Just a lot to see climate action. So a lot to see. But yeah, uh, you know, and we were just talking about water systems being attacked by the cyber or cyber uh, cyber attacks, cyber Avengers. There we go. So, yeah, it's just uh, it's just a lot. You know, they're throwing a lot in our face. They're trying to kind of discombobulate everybody. I don't know. Maybe they're trying to just um, warn people. You better be prepared. You know what I mean? Get your stuff ready. Have uh, have the food, have the water, have the medical supplies, have the, the blankets, have the stuff that you need, have the protection, if you know what I'm saying, the GUNs. And be prepared for what is about to come because they are really throwing it out there. And this movie is very symbolic. It's very foretelling, I think. And a lot of people are on the same board. They think that, you know, the Obamas were a major part of developing this movie. 
uh, Sam Esmail. He was saying that he was scared. He was freaked the F out over what Obama had to say. And, you know, this the the foretelling or the um, the premonitions, I guess, in the movie where they're talking about toppling the government. And then you have the 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 Commodus, you know, is something going to happen to Biden to end the golden age? You know, and, and Trump always talks about bringing in the golden age, right? The, the age of Aquarius, the dawn, D-O-N of a golden age. And the best is yet to come, but we'll see. I don't know. I, I The whole Commodus thing got me going, whoa, are they actually going to do this? Are they going to, you know, try to take somebody out? I don't know. I don't want it to happen. I don't want violence. I don't want any violence. I want everybody to be A-OK. But the symbolism that they're pushing in this movie seems like things will not be OK, you know? And I don't know. I'm preparing myself. I hope you guys all prepare yourselves as well. And hopefully you took this movie as a warning and took it as entertainment as well. I mean, not everything has to be, you know, I don't want to um, do the fear porn as well. But hopefully you guys liked this breakdown. And hopefully, um, you know, if I did miss something, leave it in the comments. I know there's there's quite a bit. I think that's that's really what I wanted to say. Um, yeah, we've, we've covered it. Covered it up and down and left and right. And honestly, I'm ready to move on from this movie. You know, I was dreading doing this episode because I've watched so many videos and I had so much, so many notes, so much research into this. And man, hopefully you guys liked the episode. Um, yes, leave the thumbs up. Go subscribe to my TikTok. Uh, help my numbers out over there. And also listen to the, the audio version, you know, Spotify, Apple, do everything you can to help out the show. Help me out. And I will help you guys out with providing the entertainment. Leave a comment. I want to hear from you guys. This movie is uh, filled with juicy details. Hopefully you liked it. And hopefully you liked my analysis here. Until next time. Sayonara, everybody.